The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And welcome into Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Morgan Studio here from the Star in Frisco. Rob Phillips filling in for Bill Jones today. Got Brian Broaddus, as always, across the table from me. Mickey Spagnola to my right. Caden and Will producing next door. Hello, gents. What Hello, is Robert? up? Robert, Robert. Well, what's up is Thursday practice. There you go. Those Green Bay Packers. Oof, yeah. AT&T Stadium, Sunday. 325 kick, and we talked a lot about trying to defend Aaron Rodgers yesterday, as usual. Uh, no no easy chore there. Uh, and we broke down some of the injuries on both sides that these teams are dealing with a month into the season. I, we got a little more clarity on that uh, today, and we'll see what the, you know, what the Cowboys can do with some of their injuries, especially up front. What are you guys hearing there? Well, I would think... Depends which front you're talking about. <laughs> you're, that's a good question. That's a good point. Uh, Maybe start with the I, offensive front. Because I, I, I was going to say, I, I see little hope for Tyrone Crawford to get back. No. Uh, Tyron Smith is out. Yes. I got a feeling Collins, they're going to do what they need to do to get him to the game. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be similar to what they've been doing with uh, Zach Martin. It's like, don't wear him out during the week and let that back uh, – heal up as good as possible, and then have him ready to play in the game. I think Mickey's absolutely right about Collins. I think he'll be practicing tomorrow when they go out there. Nothing today, but give him another day. Yeah, give, and then... They gave him Wednesday with the pads outside. They got that taken care of. They gave him today, and then they just practice him up on Friday. You know, when he needs to the short yardage goal line stuff that they're going to do, I think two minutes involved as well. Mm. So yeah, I think that you know if they can if they can get him to the game, I think that's the most important thing for them. They, they're going to need him to play. They can't go into this game down two offensive tackles. And I think they realize that. And, you know, that's why we're seeing Connor Williams move around and, you know, try and fill a couple of spots. But, uh, yeah, they need to get uh, they need to get LC out there ready to go. You know, it was almost good uh, that they get uh, Williams some snaps at tackle just in case. Absolutely. Because if something happens in the game, then he's probably the next guy up out there. They were planning to do that. You know, he was going to be part of the rotation. With Smith out. With Smith out, yeah. yeah. He was going to get some rotational snaps. So this would just give him a full – actually a couple – two full practices to – you know, the things that, that offensive tackles that are – it's different for them as far as playing guard. You know, we talk about everything that goes on inside, but it's also the way you look at the rusher, you know, how you play on your outside eye. You know, you have to be able to see that rusher. And so, you know, with, with guard, you kind of get all in the big muddle there. But on that tackle, you have to be able to have that vision to kind of see that guy to the outside. So it's good that Connor Williams, if he has to go out there, at least that's not something. It did. And it jogs, as, uh, brings back memories of him. Okay, when I was at Texas and I was playing left tackle, I kick, 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 punch, you know, kick, 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 punch. You know, you get him back in that rhythm again. And if the, if the Packers continue to play their outside linebackers the way they have, 
Brian's right. That that guy's pretty wide. Pretty real wide. Yeah. So you can't sit there and be looking out there and yeah. say, okay, that's the guy's coming, right? Exactly. So yeah. your peripheral vision is work on is that pretty a little bit. Important. Brings it back to him. Yeah. When you, when you studied him at Texas and graded him pre-draft, mm-hmm. Connor yeah. Williams, yeah. did you grade him as a tackle or a oh, guard? Well, yeah, I did. We graded him as a tackle. And uh, the, the thing that was impressive, and I've said this before many a time, uh, when Dave Helm and I, we did our Texas swing, the Texas Triangle, where we went through the you know Texas A&M and University of Texas. And we were there for the pro days. And I remember the, the Saints offensive line coach. Uh, was working him out as a, as a not only a tackle, a guard, and also as a center. So they were looking at all three spots for him. They thought that he had that kind of flexibility. But the, his grades, when the, when the season started, he was one of the top tackles in the draft, and then he got hurt, and then things kind of fell apart for him a little bit and then uh, lasted to the second round, but still a very talented player, as we've seen. How do you guys think he's played so far at left guard? Through four games, I think there's you know Garrett likes to say you know it's there's some good, but then there's some things you need to work on, and yeah. I think that's a fair assessment of him. And I'm not trying to ride the fence and say oh he's been horrible, or he's been boy he's been really great and oversell it and all that. I think when when you grade 65 plays of him, there could be 60 plays that are really good, and then there's five plays where you go. Man, if he just was a little bit more patient, I think that's where Lyle Collins is kind of making some hay right now. That he is no longer being so aggressive that he has to punch, he has to set, he has to, you know, it's this thing where he's like, okay, I'm going to let this rusher come to me. I'm strong enough. I'm going to set, I'm going to bend my knees, and I'm going to take this guy out. And I think that's where Connor Williams hasn't learned yet. I don't think Connor Williams really trusts himself to sit there and play patiently enough when the guy on his nose. He wants to get that first punch to stop the charge, and then he's and then he gets a little overextended when he misses. See, with Collins, that was a problem with Collins. You know, Mickey, we've all watched practice before. When Collins is bad, what's wrong with Collins? His hands. His hands go outside, and he doesn't get that inside punch. If you're patient, you fire your hands inside, you get control, and then you work. Connor Williams in those five plays I talk about will get overextended, he'll get beat, and he'll look bad. But overall, I mean, there are offensive linemen that would love to have his athletic ability. His ability to bend, to turn, to get to second level, to get out on a screen. You know, all those things are really, really positive about him as a player. But he's just, you know, he's he's a young guy. He's gonna, you know, when they when he gets into where he's 26, 27, 28 years old, he's gonna learn how to hold, trip, and clip. You know, and when he learns all those things, I think he'll be all right. And he's pretty smart, and he'll learn that yeah. stuff. And I think what happens when you're judging uh, offensive linemen as a whole, we we judge how they uh, perform pass blocking. And if a guy gets by him, then, right. okay, this guy's not playing well. Yeah. But no one says, well, he's got to be better against the run. Right. You know, because he's been good against the run. I think that, and, and you know, I, I'm kind of the same way uh, a little bit with Cam Fleming. I, I judge him how he pass protects. And if you watch him run block, and it's like, it ain't pretty, no. but he, he kind of gets it done. Yeah, he's better run blocking than he is pass blocking. That's which true. I, I don't know if that makes sense or not when you're 
you know, that big. But um, so if 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 Williams whiffs on a on a pass block like Brian said once out of sixty five, and yeah. it's like, well, he's not playing well. Yeah. Well, what about the other snaps? A lot of plays yeah. in the game overall. Yeah. See yeah. that that's what happens. And you're not playing. You know, those first three games, the offensive line, you weren't sitting there going, oh man, they're making a bunch of mistakes. Yeah. You know, they were pretty good. Where you saw the problems, if you want to grade run blocking problems. Yeah. Against the Saints, where if you do miss a guy, then it's very evident. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott for one, you know, when yep. they when they when they miss a backside scoop, Ezekiel Elliott for three, Ezekiel Elliott for two. You know, that's where all of a sudden you start going, okay, they're struggling in this. And 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 trust me, five guys struggled in that football game run blocking the other day. Travis Frederick provided some insight on that yeah. yesterday. He said there really weren't that many plays where everybody was in concert. At the same, he's at the exactly same right. time, he's exactly right. And the Saints also did a good job of bringing some. He called it generalized pressures, where they can run, they can work whether it's a run or a pass, right? And they were effective doing that and dialed up some good stuff. Yeah. And he thought the give pre- some credit. He yeah. thought he thought the communication was fine. They didn't they didn't um, really miscommunicate on anything over the noise, but it was just the execution part once yeah. the ball was. I snapped. think that was the biggest problem in that game for them. I mean, they didn't have a sack until that final drive of the game. I mean, there's some pressure, but you're going to get pressure in the National Football League. You're going to get you're going to get your quarterback kind of riled up a little bit. But the, I think the run blocking is something when they go back and they say, okay. Maybe my head didn't get all the way across. Maybe I'd got to take a better step. Maybe I need to take a, a, a flatter zone step to get that guy. I think there were some things technique-wise that hurt them in the running game there. You know what? And I think you got to you got to credit Zeke yesterday because people were asking him questions like, "Do you feel like you need to come back and redeem yourself?" No. That's all right. Well, try being a running back when no one's blocking for you. Never easy. That's why running backs are always very. Uh, complimentary of their offensive line. They know they're yeah. not doing that by themselves. Right. And he didn't do that by himself, 35 yards. It wasn't like he didn't know where he was going or he wasn't running hard. Now, sure, he's he's taken you know, full blame for the fumble, which wasn't a fumble, but good for him. So I thought he, no, I like he, that. he handled know? all that so well yesterday. He, he didn't did. say like, well, yeah, no one's blocking for me, not me. Yeah. No, he never does that with his line. And he's always the first to give him credit. So We'll see. We talked about the Packers' run defense. Uh, maybe there's some opportunities there. Or Could maybe, be. Or maybe they're really going to key Could on be. it. Could be. We'll yeah. see. Um, okay, let's let's run down the injury report again. Michael Gallup, what did you see from him yesterday? What are your thoughts on him as we get into Thursday here? I think Michael Gallup's playing a little possum, Mickey. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Uh, think he's ready to go. He's ready to go. Yeah, he's he's got to in the media. It's got to come out. Well, you know, I'm gonna. I, I like what he's doing because I, I think Michael Gallup is ready to go. Because I think he told us yesterday today will be the test. Yeah. Well, he had to and, see what happened after he practiced on yeah. it. Yeah. Because when you've had a scope like that, sometimes yeah. your d your knee will swell up when yeah. you, you uh, get more activity. Sure. In it. So I think that's what he meant because yeah. he was running just fine that I saw. They were talking about a. 15-yard dig that he ran where he just you know ran hard up the field burst inside and then caught the ball and went on the move I was like oh okay he goes yeah no Michael's Michael looked good out there they were really happy the way he now Mickey's right now now they practice on the turf today they were on the grass yesterday that's yeah so we'll see if if you know if there's maybe more a little bit more limitation we'll play on turf on Sunday same type of field but you know they, they we'll see with this one but it, all indications coming out of practice I think that Michael Gallup was kind of playing with you a little bit there. He also does. I, 
<laughs> Britt was calling for him to go get treatment yeah. after it was like you've had one practice. You know, yeah. I, he doesn't want to get in trouble either with yeah. the athletic no. training staff. Like, no. oh, let's just take this day by day. Yeah, do what they tell me to do. Yeah, uh, but it, it's looking like he's on track to get back after a couple weeks, yeah. which is really impressive. Yeah, Britt will come and find you now. That's he right. Will. Yeah, he, he will. will. I saw him do that last week with <laughs> Antoine. I think Antoine was a little late getting yeah. the back over there. And, Don't make him wait. And he got the he got the eye. Yeah, yeah. 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 Are you uh, like, are you done yet? You know, kind of that. Are yeah. you done yet? Look? What, are, what yeah. are you doing? I'm waiting for you yeah yeah exactly anything else pop up on the injury report that's of concern or of note to you mick on the cowboy side no because i think the guys that were listed as limited uh you know it was it was good that antoine woods was listed as limited which yeah. means he finally did something yeah and he was walking around without any any sleeve on his yeah, knee that was a big thing right so, there yeah uh and he seemed to be moving you, you never can tell with him because when he walked by yesterday it's like oh you no brace, no no sleeve. He goes, no need it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's him, right? He, yep. He's ready to go. They they probably have to tie him down, and that's a that's a good thing. Uh, the the new one that was limited, Chris Jones, got a little bit of a sore back. Yep. Uh, but it sounds like Chris Jones with a sore back is much better than the alternative, which would be Mara. Punning, yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. So I, I wouldn't worry about that. Anything, anything different with Tank? Uh, he was. Is Jason it a heel? Was, huh? Jason, he said, heel Jason said it was a heel bruise. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. That's but, not good. But yeah. that's something you probably deal with, right? Padding in the shoe, kind of a thing. Kind yeah. of work through it and see what you can. Again, that's probably the best thing is to stay off it, get as much treatment as you can. I don't know what you could really treat about it. Maybe you know, keep it in ice and keep it. Uh, Keep it, you know, trying to keep the swelling down on it and push that blood out of there. But so th- this says knee, shoulder, but then we find it's a heel. heel maybe yeah. he's got a lot of stuff. Maybe he's got a lot. Of, yeah, he's maybe he's dealing with some few things. Speaking of heels, he'll Amar- be there. Don't worry. Amari yeah. had the heel thing in in camp on one side. He had the he's got the ankle that he's listed on on the other side. Yeah. He says it's nothing that's going to prevent me from performing. So got a big challenge this week too. He downplayed it. Yeah, he did, and he's a tough guy, though. I think people were trying to hand him an excuse, and he was having yeah, nothing. Gonna, of it. He's not going to take that. Which kind of before we get to break, and by the way, eight 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 five five two two nine seven. When we come back from break, Brian's got some questions for I us, love which, I, questions. which I love. But you wrote about two guys in the Packers secondary of note, and this is a young group and a young talented group, right? Yeah, it is, and you know, and I, we need to see what the. the Kevin King was out, right, Mickey? And it was one of my favorite Did not injury, right? a groin. Yeah, thank and you, And by Mickey. the way, no Devontae Adams on the offensive side. For yeah, and you know, it's funny you talk to people because he was kind of working a little bit pre-practice, and some people were like, oh, maybe, maybe not. I'll, I'll get that status for what he thinks. I mean, a lot of people think that he's out, and hopefully he is out. Again, I'm not cheerleading for injury. It, if, you, but, if you judge by how LaFour answered the question— it was basically, I read that in his press conference, he said, uh, nothing new there, refer to the injury report, yeah. which means I'm not telling you anything. Yeah. And usually that means I'm not telling you anything bad. Yeah. So that, that I always look at that when they say that. Well, just refer, he wouldn't even talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So. so we'll see, because like I said, they've had problems with King before. Mm-hmm. He's 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 a guy that plays a few games and then gets nicked up and then doesn't play a couple games. If he's out... Again, that Traymon Williams having to go at it, Josh Jackson having to go at it, safety Will Redman will have to go at it. So yeah, if the Cowboys, you know, if they could find a way to take advantage of some guys that get on that field, by all means, please do that. Just staying away from uh, 
Jerry Alexander, I think, is the best, best plan for these guys right now. You're a fan of his work. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm a real fan of his work. He, he's one of those guys. He's one of the top uh, cornerbacks in the league. You know, and he's uh, he he probably doesn't get as enough credit as he actually deserves. But when you watch him play, he's got some special traits to him. He sure does. And Savage as well. I mean, that's, yeah. that's another guy yeah, you wrote a, about. Yeah, I mean, that, they, they stocked up some young draft picks they did. on that side. Drafting him in the first round, he's a safety from Maryland. He could play. Uh, he could play in the slot as well. He's comfortable covering. Uh, you have to be aware of him coming up and knocking the ball loose. He's a, he's one of those guys that has a feel for how to create turnovers. Uh, Kurt Cousins was running up the field, and all of a sudden, ball gets punched out of his hand because of Darnell Savage coming up and getting him. It, you know, it was like, oh, you got to be careful hitting a quarterback. Well, it means, that means you can't punch the ball out of his hands, and that's what they were able to do. So uh, keep an eye on him. He, he, now, I will say this about him. In the Philadelphia game, there was a couple of times in space where he missed some tackles. They've had some problems with some tackling going on in Green Bay. So if the Cowboys can kind of get some things going in space, uh, break some runs, get some yards after catch or yards after contact, uh, then I think that uh, you know that would uh, bode well in this game for them. You think we're at a point with Michael Gallup that having him back just impacts everybody else on that offensive side of the ball? I mean, is that how much he's grown? His energy is huge. The way he plays, because he's such a – he reminds me a little bit, and again, this is going to sound maybe off – but remember the energy that Des Bryant brought when he caught a ball and then all of a sudden it's exploding up the field and you're watching guys run and they're trying to tackle him and stuff. That's contagious to an offense. They see that, you know, and all of a sudden defenders feel that and they know that it's like, oh, geez, we got to deal with this all day. You know, you could, you could destroy someone's will to compete if you just keep making plays on them. You know, that's, and that's what Michael Gallup can do for you. I mean, we talked about his ability to take the ball inside and just explode up the field or go vertically and then get the ball over the top. So you get a guy that can beat you underneath, intermediate, and down the field, and it just brings the energy and the, and the, 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 the juice that the offense needs. All of a sudden, you throw him the ball, it's a seven-yard pass, and it goes for 18. That's, that's big-time stuff for you right there. And his will to fight for the ball, oh, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and I'm not comparing him to him, but that, that, that was the same thing Michael Irvin had. Yeah, absolutely. Michael Irvin wasn't the fastest receiver, no. but once he got the ball in his hands, he was tough to bring down. guys didn't want to tackle nope. him. Nope. Yeah. And they didn't want to tackle Dez. Nope. You know, once he got head of steam going, no. there's like, okay, I'll, I'll act like I want to, but I'm not doing Kinda it. And I think he's starting – because when you look at him now, he is so much stronger than what he was yep. last year. No question. It's amazing. Yeah. That first off season always makes a difference for these young guys. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, hey, by the way, 888-855-2297 is the number, and I want to know what Brian has for us next on Talking Cowboys. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today 
Work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation. This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the STARS aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Be sure to catch the Cowboys Hour, free and open to the public. Join us at Neighborhood Services at the Omni Frisco Hotel for the Miller Lite Cowboys Hour, presented by Albertsons. Tune in every Monday. Brad Sham, KT, Taylor Stern, sitting down with Cowboys players. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash Cowboys Hour. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys. Rob, Brian, Mickey. Here for the next few minutes, Cowboys get back to practice indoors today on a Thursday. Brian, you got some questions for us today. Yes, if you could limit one thing from Aaron Rodgers' game this week, what would it be? His right arm. <laughs> you think? Good you answer, get, huh? You think yeah. throwing the football is going to be? <laughs> um, I would. Uh, his ability to get outside the pocket, and yeah. we thought that would take care of him when he had a basically torn calf muscle in that playoff game. And on one leg, he still managed to get out there yeah. and just frustrate him with So you're saying the mobility? Yeah. Because he, I so, think he's, he's, I mean, he's good in the pocket, don't yeah, get me wrong. Right. But I think he got a fairer chance for your secondary than him out there improvising. He and, and you know this better than any of us, yeah. but he, he's not Brett Favre. They've got different games, but he does remind me of Brett in the way he can – he's not a scrambler. Necessarily. Well, he can be, but – Buying extra time in the pocket for himself or taking off and running, it's the whole keep him in the well thing. Rod, You're going to hear Rod and Chris Richard say that today, this week, I guarantee you. I think I could eliminate his vision. I would say please take away his vision, his ability to see the way he does down the field. You guys talked about hit the mobility part, yeah. but he sees everything developing down the field, and he's so good at just going to the when you make a mistake he he finds the mistake out there you know so that's well yeah. you know that's a good point because I was talking with Jeff Heath about it and you know Heath's had to play against him so many oh, yeah. times and he said it's really weird he said but because you when you look at him his eyes oh, yeah. are down yeah. like he's looking where he's going to move he said but for some reason with his eyes down he still sees down the field right. like it, it's he said it's very deceptive because uh, he's always looking for a crease, and then all of a sudden he's up and he finds the guy downfield. Well, that's a lot of trust in your receivers then yeah. to know where they're no, going to be. That's exactly, and he's got some. He's, I'll get to that question here in a little bit. My next question for you boys is: Do you help Cam Fleming off the jump, or do you see how it goes to start off the jump? Just so there's not a, a breakdown early for your offense. Yeah, you can, uh, want you can get expand rolling. on that, Nick, if you want. I, I I just think that you're going to see a tight end over there quite a bit. Normally, a lot of times you see the tight end tight to the right side. That's right. the strong side to run. 
Uh, but I, I think in, in passing situations or if you want to pass, I think you just need to have some protection over there. And it's not like the guy's got to stay there and double team all the time. Sure. Just get in the way. Mm-hmm. Make you them know? run over you yeah. to get to the ball. Yeah, it's, it's like a lot of times last year when they played Washington in that first game, the tight end was kind of Hover, behind him. Hovering. Yeah, it was kind of behind him. Yeah. You know, like I kept saying, in his hip pocket. It right. wasn't right behind him, but off to the side. Uh, and then Fleming knows that he got to protect the inside. He's got to help to the outside. Uh, or, or, you know, a lot of times they were, you know, people don't like that too tight end formation, but sure. you know, two tight ends yeah. is not a bad thing uh, on that side. Robert? I agree. It's a formula that's worked for them. They got two wins, I believe, with him in the starting lineup last year, so I would, I would stick with that. But, I mean... I have a feeling they're going to let him go and see what happens. I, he's got to be on his own some. You can't every well, snap. Well, I'm not saying every No, no, snap. he's not saying every time. I know what you guys But I'm say. saying the majority of them. Yeah. Yeah. So like from like the third snap, if they're going to throw the ball, put Mickey's tight end in a wing position over there and try and, and, and yeah. kind of set a little tone. Or yeah. put the running back over there yeah. and send him out into the formation to the left side. Yeah. But you're saying see how he does on the island. I think I think that they're going to – I like what you guys are saying, but I also have a feeling they're going to just let him go and see how it goes. Okay. Well, God bless him. Yeah. They have more confidence than I do. Yeah, you'll be sitting in the press box losing your mind on that one. Yeah. Get ready. I'll text you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. I'll, I'll watch the game, I'm going to start a chart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, how do we think Kellen Moore is going to travel this week, by ground or through the air? Mm. I hope to God by the ground. Why is that? Philadelphia, 176 (laughs) yards rushing. Denver, 149 yards rushing. Minnesota, 198 yards rushing. I hope we block, Mickey, by your ground. But we said the Saints couldn't stop the run, right? Well, all I I know, there's three in a row. They 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 averaged a hundred. Those three teams averaged 174 yards a game. 174, I'm five at, touchdowns. I'm actually with Mick because when that when, way he'll get to see Cam Fleming run block. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you like yeah, that, that, right? Yeah. That. I like I like that because when, Zeke hasn't had many of those games. But yeah. When he does, they try to get him involved early yeah. and get set that tone, get it reset. Right. I, I think that's going to happen, but I also think there's merit to, especially with Gallup back. You can spread these guys out and try to attack them that way. If too. King doesn't play, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, maybe, there's going to be opportunities yeah. potentially. Yeah. yeah. Well, if they play their defense the way they played against Philadelphia with those wide gaps yeah. and, and, and everybody real wide, yeah. all you got to do is block one guy and he's through the hole because there's not only wrong one about linebacker. That. He's not there. wrong about that. And that's all they're talking about right now, too, yeah. about how they've got to tighten up on their assignments yeah. uh, defensively, uh, that they left too many big gaps. I mean, Delvin Cook had a 75-yard run against them. Sure did. How many questions you got left for us? Go ahead. and, and I'll, I'll, Do you have a call you want to get to? Yeah, let's, let's get to Nebby before we take break, and then right. we'll, we'll get to more All right, of we got on, questions. On the other we side. We got questions. All right, Neb, what's up, man? Uh, hi, guys. Uh, listen, uh, uh, what's the status of Tyrone Crawford for this game? And I, before I go, I, I also want to say – that we have to keep, uh, 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 we have to keep Aaron Rodgers in the po- in, in the po- in the pocket. We have to tip passes. We have to bat balls. Uh, 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 we have to run the football, and we have to score touchdowns. Uh, take care. Thanks for being patient with me, and have a great week. Bye. 
All Thanks, right, Nebby. That about covers it. It's kind of talking about Brian's vision there. Get some hands in the face yeah. and, and try to affect him that way in the middle of the pocket. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that Crawford's not going to play. Yeah. So uh, we, we've kind of talked about that a little bit. So, you know, maybe next week we'll see how it goes. He was out working on the field yesterday. So it sound encouraging from Jason Garrett yesterday that at least maybe he's making progress. He's making, but it's it's that bursitis. Yep. It's what it's just and it's in the other hip. It's not the one that's been repaired. So yeah, it's something he's going to have to deal with. You know, here we are, we're going to be in week five and you know maybe in week six or seven we're going to see him out on the field and then you're going to have a bye and probably figure out what you need to do from there all right let's take our final break when we come back brian's got well that's a full note oh, i got i got some questions all right let's get to more of them next it can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters you search how to build savings you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller that's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yep, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been tailgating with the OtterBox boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it upside down like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You, you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to talking Cowboys. Well, if you go to Get Jack Black, you're going to turn back time like a pro. Free age-defying pros with your $75 purchase. You Give get me a bucket of that. Protein Booster Skin <laughs> Serum, a one-ouncer, and a Dry Erase Ultra Calming Face Cream, a half an ounce. Use the code PRO. Go to GetJackBlack.com. Very good, get Nick. Jack. Oh back you said that uh, you, you you just get so close to the end yeah it's you just got to hit the ribbon i just kind of right through the end too of the marathon just, you know? yeah jack black good stuff by the way check out free to play predictive games in the dallas cowboys app to win cash prizes up to ten thousand dollars 
grand prize. Fans must be 21 or older and logged in to play. Download the app for access on game days at DallasCowboys.com slash app. Don't they have like big doings going on out oh, here yeah. on Saturday at the Ford Center? Yes, they do. Something for the 100th uh, anniversary celebration of yeah. the NFL. Very cool. Very cool. All right, Brian, what you got? Need one Cowboy defender to step up. Who do you got? More so than so far? Yeah. you need one For this game, you need one Cowboy defender to step up. Who you got? Boy, I've seen uh, signs of it, and now if I can get it more on a consistent basis – if I can get Malik Collins to play the oh, way he did go, on Mickey. a couple plays in go. his last game and make Aaron Rodgers comfortable coming up the middle, yeah, boy, I think that would be huge uh, for what they have going on the outside with the two pass rushers. Yeah, you stole my answer. All right, <laughs> stole my answer because that middle rush is really more problematic for quarterbacks than even the outside Absolutely, rush. Absolutely, yeah. Because they can survive the outside rush. It's that stuff up in their face that gives them problems. Right, and then you're and you're falling right into the trap of Robert Quinn and Demarcus Lawrence coming off the edges. So I'll say I'll say Christian Covington at nose tackle providing a, a pass rush as well, assuming uh, well, maybe Antoine gets back, but it looks like it'll probably be Covington at least for some snaps. In I know they might well. be down receiver a receiver but man, I just don't need a Wouzier to get the ball over the top of him. You know, when they go up and you know, Byron Jones, I think has that ability to play the ball above him better. With a Wouzier, he's close. We've seen him finish a couple of times, but it kind of these tall receivers. I've started thinking about that Dolphins game. You know, with that guy with Parker reaching up and him struggling with that and the pass interferences and all that. So, I, I would say I would say that a Wouzier would be my guy. That I need to, I need him to play well in this game, especially with these two uh, tall, rangy receivers that they have on their team. Okay, other than the turnovers, what stat are you keeping your eye on in this game for key to victory? Other yeah. than the turnovers, other than the turnovers, what stat are you keeping an eye on during this game? I'll go with the one I had yesterday. Can can Green Bay be productive in the red zone? Because Rod, Rodgers is going to move the ball and get them in position, but how does their running game fare against this Dallas defense? Or, or can they make them one-dimensional, particularly in the red zone? I think the stat I had was they had 22 red zone plays against the Eagles and, and threw it 19 times. That's not exactly balance. Can they get them out of that as well, uh, the Dallas defense in this game? Sacks. Ah, I was going to say pressures, uh-huh. but pressures mean that Aaron Rodgers gets off his mark uh, and he still can throw the ball. He needs to be on the ground, period. Does time of possession do anything for anybody, being you're playing Rodgers, or does that matter? To try to keep him off the yeah. field? Is that, is that, is that something that, – and that was a question I had. That was another question of are we, what are we overthinking – in this one game, well, I don't. Am I overthinking the keeping him off the field a little bit? Because, in my opinion, because I don't look at this offense like the Bridgewater Saints offense, where we've got to play keep away and we've got to just this. This can be an explosive offense. He just can get, score thirty seconds whether you keep the ball nine minutes or not. Just get points however you can. Now, I, I realize the last two times they've lost to him, they left basically too much time on the clock. So sure. I, I get you there, but you know. Give me, give me a lead in the second half and then start pounding away at Zeke. 
That's that's like how old I school it. Cowboys. Old school Cowboys. Old school Super Bowl Mickey Spagnola Cowboys. Right. Yeah, but and it's a different team, right? Sure. But the Saints had the ball for 36 minutes. They scored 12 points. Right. So again, but they were they were nah. they had long possessions. Yeah. And that's on you, right? Um, so, but just because you get them out of there doesn't mean the offense is going to hold on to the ball. It doesn't even it out unless you drive the ball yourself. So, I'll take 36 minutes of possession and only 12 points and take my chance that I can win. Yeah. yeah Every so, day of the week. So, are you... Are you playing keep away in this game, or are you just trying to score no, points? No, I want points. But he, he wants points, but he's going to run the ball, yeah. which is hard to do. But I, I like what he's saying about I'm, – I'm a guy that likes to be the, the physical aspect of the game. I believe in that. I think the Cowboys will do a better job of blocking this front. I do too. But, right. but I also understand, though, that when they throw the ball, they, they have good success doing that. They have the ability to – Yeah, to... Now, now you're compromised at left tackle. Right. You know, we're compromised at left tackle there. So, yeah, I, I'm kind of – that's why I was asking you about the Kellen Moore. Does he travel by land or by air? Well, do you think – and Travis Frederick was asked about this yesterday. Do you expect copycat from defenses? And he said absolutely. Yeah. I mean, do you think other teams are going to try this clog and cover thing and try to get away cover with two, it? Cover two, yeah. I mean, but you got to have they, – they, But you got to be able to have the front to – That's yeah, what I – the yeah. front. Yeah, you have to have the front to do it. And, you know, like you say, the Saints play a four-man line. So, you know, and they, they'd had some problems. They'd had some problems against the run. Now, let's see if the Packers have the same. Now, I remember when the Packers had come in here. Mickey and I were talking about this yesterday. The Packers had come in here with the number one ranked run defense in the, in the league one time and got slaughtered on it. So, here they are, you know, on the other end of that. I tell you, if they, if they stop the Cowboys running the ball, then we need to do a deep dive in on what's going on with the Cowboys running game. Yeah, but I think we're banking on better success from this group. I think you need more Tony Pollard, too, by the way. Two offensive snaps yeah. last week. Yeah, I think more Tony Pollard would be good. I, I'm with you. You don't want too much Aaron Rodgers, right? No. But they, need to get, they need to get some juice going back in their passing game. And I realize a lot of it was part of the Saints' game plan to yeah. try to keep everything in front of them. They were just missing those chunk plays, though, yeah. in that game. I mean, they. I looked it up. 16 chunk plays in the first three games, and they they all resulted on scoring drives except for one. They they've been feasting off those. They need to get back to them. Yeah, Packers are 26th against the run. Yeah. So I asked the question about this wide gap front. Yeah. I said, is that what they do all the time, or was that just against Philly? Do you think that's going to happen to you? And the answer was, there's no way. They're gonna they're gonna squeeze it down. They have to. They're not gonna leave those gaps between the three defensive yeah. linemen up front. Yeah. And, they, I've, and there was a term for it, but squeezing it down and clogging it a little bit more yeah. inside. So maybe you get an opportunity to get the ball on the edge. Yeah, God, I hope so. I was hoping that last week with Pollard and Zeke both. Last question of the day, boys: Will we continue to see Jason Garrett gamble on fourth down? Well, it's not a gamble. It's it's okay. Well, we see Jason Garrett, Garrett go for to it on fourth down. down. Yeah. yeah, I think when you see how the game is going, yeah, uh, I think it's a calculated risk it, when you go for it on your own forty-three. Yeah, but you got Ezekiel Elliott. You got this offensive line. You needed one yard. You got and it. And they got it. You got right? it. Right. And you had to look at how the game was going. Sure. You you needed to keep possessions because you needed somehow some way to score a point. Right. So to me, you got to look at you know, and I, I I listened to how Bill Belichick answered 
the question the other day when everybody jumped on him about analytics. Mm -hmm. And he basically said, I watch the game and I have to have a feel for how it's going, how my team is performing, what the other team is, what's the situation in the game. I just can't have a number tell me, okay, on fourth down, you'll make it 60% of the time if it's two yards or less. Got to right? pulse your team. You got And you got to know the situation of the game. Yeah. And if you need a possession to continue and you think it's worth it, then go for it. Yeah. Especially if you're, you know, somewhere on the other side of your own 40-yard line. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's lost any faith in Zeke in the O-line. No, so, I don't yes. think so either. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope he does. I, I like to, you know, I like when he does that. I, You know what, and I've been critical of him in the past, but I mean, I'm, that's I'm okay when, with him knowing his team. And if he needs to go and get an extra, keep a drive going to maybe get points, yeah, absolutely. Now, he, if it's fourth and one at your own 20, it's a different story. Belichick's done that before. Yeah, and he has. <laughs> yeah, but you got to know your team. Got to right? know your team. Because otherwise you're saying, okay, I'm willing to give up three points. Yeah. Absolutely. All How right. we doing, guys? Thanks, guys. Well, we're almost done, Coach, but we've right. got two minutes left. Good stuff, Brian. Uh, Thank with, you, guys. With, good, good answers. With two minutes left, Rob in Vegas, you got the final word quickly on Talking Cowboys today. You know, you guys were talking about should we run or pass. I think we should run, but not with Zeke. I think Dak is the one that needs to run more. Okay. When he when he runs for over 25 yards, they're 12-4. and four. Like it. And when, he, and when he goes for over 40, he's undefeated. I mean, and you're telling me these guys are going to play wide, they're going to crash down. To me, he's, that's run option all over it. They should have did it on those third and two plays in New Orleans. I, I think he's made for that. You never see him lose yardage when he runs that play. He may not run for 10, but he's such a big-body guy. And to me, that's what gets this offense really going and makes it dangerous. It gets him fired up, gets the offense fired up, and it demoralizes the defense. And I just think that's what this team needs to do. He's improved okay. much throwing the ball down the field. Yeah. But he can't can't forget about using his legs. All fair, Rob. All right. Appreciate I'm it. I'm gonna send that message down the hallway. Yes. Mickey we, and Mickey will. He <laughs> needs he needs twenty five yards and they win. I was thinking forty. <laughs> There's the magic number Four, right there. Yeah, get, yeah. He's 25 yards are 12 and 4? Is that, the, is that what I he said? I think that's what he said. That's so, good. you know what? Good stuff. I, I think that, Rob. Maybe 3 or 4 in that first possession, just let him run and get yeah. 25 and then call it a win. It's a win. Okay. Well, that's well, our magic. We'll talk to Mickey. We'll talk to Mickey, and that's our magic number for the day. And that's Talking Cowboys for today. We'll catch you guys back on Friday. The break is next. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?